Seeing all these residents of Vaikuntha coming and going, I thought, if his servants are like this, what is the Lord like? Dragged by joy, I stood and then sat down as I waited by the gate. Then by the Lord's associates, I was quickly brought inside. At that time, I saw a wonder of wonders. Even Lord Ananta, with his thousands of mouths, could not describe it in the time of Brahma's life. There were gate after gate, and at each gate there were gatekeepers as before. Each time the gatekeepers informed their master and then allowed me to enter. As I went to each gate, I saw there was one leader to whom the gatekeepers bowed down. I thought this must be the Lord of the universes, and I also bowed down to him and glorified him again and again. Sanatana Goswami explains that this leader was the supervisor of the gatekeepers. Then the Lord's affectionate associates described to me the Lord's uncommon features and taught me how to glorify and worship him. Sanatana Goswami explains that the gatekeepers described the Lord's Srivat's mark and other features. Passing through many very wonderful and colorful gates, I came to a very glorious palace, its feet served by many other palaces. This one palace was most excellent. It was more splendid than millions of suns and moons, and charmed the eyes and heart. Inside, I saw, far away, on a regal golden throne glistening with jewels, happily sitting on a splendid white swan cushion, handsome as a splendid moon, and his left elbow resting on a soft cushion, the supremely opulent and eternally youthful Lord of Vaikuntha, who with his sweetly handsome limbs glory, which eclipsed the glory of new clouds, decorated his ornaments of jewels and gold, his garments and his scented ointments whose splendid and broad forearms were decorated with bracelets and armlets, who wore two yellow silk garments, the circle of whose cheeks had beautiful earrings, whose broad chest was decorated with the kastuba jewel, whose conch-shell neck had a strand of pearls, the moon of whose face held the nectar of a charming smile, the lotus of whose eyes glittered with wonderful glances, whose eyebrows danced with great mercy, to whom the goddess of fortune, appropriately staying at his left side, respectfully offered prayers, who took and chewed sublime betel nuts, whose glorious laughter was illumined by a row of white jasmine flower teeth, breaking through the glory of the red bimba fruit of his lips the waves of whose joking words charmed his devotees' hearts. Whom goddess Dharani, holding a leaf in her hand and splashing him with waves of sidelong glances, worshipped again and again. Whom the Sudarsan Chakra and other handsome weapons, bearing auspicious marking on their heads, served. Sanatana Goswami explains that the goddess Dharani held a leaf to collect betel nuts after the Lord had chewed them. The Lord's conch, club, sword, and bow were among the weapons worshipping him. 
whom many servants, glorious as the Lord, and their hands splendid with chamorro whisks, fans, slippers, and other beautiful paraphernalia, respectfully surrounded and served. Whom Sesha, Garuda, Visvakshena, and many other important associates, their folded palms placed on reverentially bowed heads, worshipped with wonderful words. Whom Narada worshipped with graceful artistry of wonderful singing, dancing, and veena music. Who joked and laughed with his beloved Lakshmi and Dharani. And who, to fill with bliss the devotees whose hearts were fixed on him alone, placed on them his splendid, wonderful lotus feet. Filled with bliss by seeing him and forgetting the instructions of the Lord's associates, I called out, O Gopal, O my life! Shedding tears, I ran to embrace him. Sanatan Goswami explains that the Lord's associates had instructed him to offer prayers. Held by some wise associates and standing behind the Lord, I piteously begged with plaintive words, and then, overcome with love, I fainted unconscious in the Lord's presence. They quickly picked me up, and I regained consciousness. Tears blocked my eyes. Carefully wiping the tears with my hands, I opened my eyes. Then I heard the most merciful and affectionate Lord, in a deep, soft voice, say some words beginning with, Be calm, child, come at once. Sanatana Goswami explains that some of the other words the Lord spoke were, Give up this awe and reverence. Come and talk with me. Then I attained the ultimate happiness. Again and again I danced as a man possessed. The Lord's associates carefully made me calm down. Then the Lord said, Welcome, welcome. Child, it is so fortunate, so fortunate that you are here with me. For so long I have longed to see you. Dear friend, Somehow you passed many births without coming to see me, hoping that in this, in this, in this, or in this birth, you would turn to me. I danced as a fool. Brother, I could not find a pretext to bring you to my abode and still protect the ancient rules of religion. Sanatan Goswami explains that had Gopakumar chanted the holy name, even as Ajamil and others had done, the Lord could have brought him to his abode. The Lord continued, Seeing that you had not attained my mercy, I became overcome with mercy for you. Ignoring the rules of karma, I gave you birth on Govardhan Hill, my favorite place. And then, oh dear friend, I became your guru, who was named Jayanta. Today, you have suddenly fulfilled my long-cherished desire. Please stay here and always make me happy.